G'day folks, I'm Kyle T. Drifter and I am living the dream. Drifter Network. And hey folks, <laughs> pleasure to be here. Real honor to be on the show. It's good to finally have you. Yeah, thanks. Um, been planning this for a while and not only are we going to talk about what you're doing these days, but we're actually going to put it into practice and you're going to make me do something today. What are we going to do? Well, we're going for a cold water ocean swim. So uh, we're here on the outskirts of St. George and the wind is just pounding us. Uh, it's high tide right now. Looking at a tad bit sketchy, but uh, we're just going to kind of challenge ourselves, do something out of the ordinary, and uh, we're going to feel better for it afterwards, and we're, we'll continue the the podcast as best we can. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. It is, I don't know how many knots she's blowing, but she, oh, gotta she's got to be blowing. at least 30. It's got to be at least plus. 30 plus knots. And we got, we got uh, a few, a few we got breakers. Three, three, four foot swells. Definite, definite breakers. Um, Every bit of seaweed and uh, driftwood is, is pretty much lingering right at the shore, so another the, hazard to watch out for. The waves are going up across the breakwater. Um, it's it's pretty wild here right now, but we're gonna we're gonna brave it. And we're gonna we're gonna get naked and we're gonna <laughs> run into the water. And it is minus. What do you say? Minus. Just below zero. Just it's, below? Yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, I wish we could check the water temperature. We were kind of debating fresh versus salt, and uh, we almost just figured the salt would be a better option, you know. Uh, yeah, definitely. Just, just it's healthier. It's the ocean. Might as well use it, so. Better scene here, too. What a beautiful Better spot. scene, yeah. <laughs> we were at some greasy boat launch, and we're like, ah, should we just do it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> just weren't really feeling it, so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked to get out there. I haven't done a good ocean swim. I did Fundy National Park, went swimming at a waterfall there in November, and uh, everybody thought it was crazy then, but it's the same thing. When you get out, it's uh, if you haven't done the cold water swimming, it's it's that warm buzz you get after, and it just makes you feel alive. It really does. So why are we doing this? Um, oh, it's just, well, it's it's fun. You know, we're, we're going to have a good time doing it, and uh, just kind of like, getting out of your comfort zone it's the same as everything you know if, if you can't handle a little bit of cold water then you know good luck there's going to be a lot worse coming in life so uh this is just a small thing you can do and it doesn't have to be the ocean folks like you, you can even crank that knob on the shower once in a while and just get that shock and just learn to deal with it a bit and uh there's a lot of health benefits and and just more or less the the personal kind of mind over matter is what we're going for and and it's gonna it's gonna be a good time Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, so <laughs> yeah, I guess basically we just got to do a, a little pre warm up ritual, get the blood pumping a bit. We got our toques and our hoodies and uh, trying to get that core temperature up a bit. And uh, it's going to make the, the shock factor uh, a little not as bad. And we got our towels uh, wrapped over some hot, hot water jugs and just going to take a nice rewarding shower afterwards just kind of dump an old it's a dirty old orange juice container but <laughs> it doesn't matter it's going to be great and we got some 
some warm cocoa. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be worth it. The reward is going to be good when we get out. And it's, uh, it doesn't cost us anything to do this. So, nope. <laughs> this is. This is free for a reason. This is living. The, this it's free for the. We're uh, living the dream on a different level here, folks. This, it doesn't have to cost money. You don't have to travel to the end of the world. There's tons of things to do right in your backyard if you have a little bit of imagination. Uh, every day can be what you make it. And on the Drifter Network, that's the slogan we got on our shirts: is uh, "Life is your adventure." You know, it doesn't have to be this once a year trip, or you know, it's it's out there it's just whatever you choose to do you know you can you can make every day as crazy as you want to make it so uh this is just one little example of something simple here in our backyard and we're gonna have a good time and show that it's it's doable and you know we don't always do this kind of thing but we're we're gonna make it happen ridiculous suck it up (laughs) (laughs) um do you want to do it right now or do you want to what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we got lots more content after, uh, lots of stuff to talk about, and uh, I think uh, there's no point in delaying it because we gotta we gotta get the mission done. You know, it's tempting to sit here in the in the truck. And it, it's warm. Hope for uh, a storm to roll in. Hope for a storm. An, for an excuse. Like, somebody kicks us off the property. <laughs> oh, I guess, I guess we can't do the Whoopsie. podcast here. Shit. <laughs> But yeah, I think we should we should do it. Look at the fucking waves. Oh man, yeah, it's uncredible. I'll snap uh, some pictures too to throw in with. Yeah, us. yeah, I'll uh, get some content as well, and we'll uh, we'll show you what we're doing with. So like, so so you can believe us. We were here. I swear. Swear to God. Swear to God. All right, we'll be right back with uh, Kyle Maurer. See you guys. And we're back live. All right, here in Popsicleville. <laughs> so, what did you think? Gold and silver placement for the Small Penis Awards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We uh, we did it. Um, I wonder if the audio of the like from the videos we took. Maybe I can cut some of that out and slice it in in between. That could be fun for sure. <laughs> just to give people an idea of the gale force winds and uh, what a fucking mess. It was a mess, but... Uh, it was good. It was good, yeah. I think the warm-up helped a lot. That's a first for me, for a polar dip. Yeah. I never, never experienced it. And, and my first time doing this in the Atlantic Ocean uh, in December. It's damn near Christmas. <laughs> yeah. you know? But it goes to show you, you know, it's it's doable. You know, no excuses. I'm not saying you have to do it every day, but uh, it's it's worth a try, eh? It's an experience. It's, uh, it's shocking. I'm, like, right now, I'm finding it hard to formulate sentences like oh. to, to actually like gather a thought and put it into words and get this conversation rolling and finding it hard to think about what to say about what, what <laughs> to we just did. exactly i'm just kind of <laughs> fighting back the the shivers and just kind of try, trying to trying to get the core temperature back to zero yeah we got we brought some uh some warm cocoa from home <laughs> and uh 
experimented uh, just instead of just water, we put uh, eggnog and some cookies and cream uh, flavored milk that was bumming around the fridge. So uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. I think it's doing the trick, you know. It's fogging up the it's fogging, windshield. Yeah, it's fogging <laughs> up the windshield. It's definitely, definitely hot. So what we did, we did a 5K run first (laughs) (laughs) all uphill yeah uphill both ways so we did a bit of a run not really little jog uh decent little jog 50 to 60 push-ups yep and then some jumping jacks stripped down and or as they say in australia star jumps star jumps star jumps that's what they call it i'm like idiots it's a jumping jack what the fuck is a star jump but also what the fuck is a jumping jack yeah I don't know. it's like the, those games that you used to like those jacks that you know those spiky oh, yeah. things like home alone that the the bad guys step on right you know maybe that's a jack i thought maybe maybe is that it's kind of like it's all over the place it's kind of a star shape maybe. i think i like star jump better i think i do too you they're know? both stupid yeah <laughs> But it's uh, culturally engraved in our head, you know. It's maybe That's true. some other weird ones out there. I don't know. That's true. So we finished up the raising our core temperature, jumped in. Uh, Forgot about the music. Had some music blaring, some Tribe Called Red. Something to get us fired up. Yep. And uh, we held hands walking into the water. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Special bonding moment. <laughs> and then, <laughs> it's 2019. Don't judge us. <laughs> and then uh, froze our nuts into our bodies. Oh, big time, man! You know, it's uh, yeah, it was it was pretty uh, pretty spectacular. It was good. And then Mauer scaled the breakwater and jumped into the four foot swells. <laughs> yeah. uh, air guitar a piece of driftwood. Yes, sir. Threw on a seaweed wig. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why not? Yeah, got naked. Yeah, got, got naked. Not, it, not a big deal. Pissed into the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, oh, it, it felt good to get out of there, and, and it, it's a challenge, you know. It, I was telling Chris, it's something money can't buy, you know. It's whether you do a big run somewhere or it's just something that you rise to the challenge, you do something <clears> that's uncomfortable, <throat> it's difficult, and uh, now we get to sit here in the relatively warm truck and... And we feel good that we've done something today, something different. Neither of us have, have done that, and we're ready to talk to you guys and hopefully get you guys fired up as well. That's that's what it's all about. So that being said, this is kind of what your your path is right now. You you started the Drifter Network. You've been just going place to place all over the world for the last couple of years. You lived in Australia for half a year, was it? Six months? Two or and a half years. Two and a half years. But yeah. you came back and went nope. back out. No. Nope. You were there for there that whole long. time, yeah. So did you go out right after, soon after we hung out in Chicago, basically? Like, we we were at summer camp. No, it was... That was it like was, 2014. Yeah, okay, it's 20... <clears throat> after 2015, when the oil field crashed, mm-hmm. I was like, okay... Uh, I'm, I'm a free man. I've always wanted to go to Australia. So I came back and did the lobster season and, uh, bought my ticket. It was supposed to be, uh, eight month ticket because that's all I bought it on my visa points. And they're like, Oh, you can't wait a whole year until you return. And ended up staying two and a half years doing a couple different visas. And by the end of it, I kind of milked it a bit more on a tourist visa just so I didn't come back in the middle of winter. Right. So, uh, but yeah, basically it's just, the best time of my life and did a lot of cool things and met a lot of cool people. And, and, uh, when I was on the airplane heading, heading back to Europe before I came home, 
I was just really high on life and just ex- like stoked that I got to experience it. It kind of all hit me at once. And I thought, I wish more people could experience this. And I kind of felt almost guilty in a way, uh, just knowing different people and, and knowing how, how easy it is, knowing what I know now to go over there and, and do all this. And so I kind of want to treat this whole Drifter Network project as just uh, showing people that, hey, it's, it's, it's totally doable, you know, uh, it is what you make it and just kind of uh, be a bit of a guinea pig as well. Just kind of go out and do fun, crazy things. It's kind of what I've always been doing it, but more or less, uh, has a name and documenting it now. And, right. uh, yeah, just kind of, kind of learning as I go, you know, kind of has direction and purpose now, like it to, does. to actually do it as a career per se, as opposed to just working shit job and then doing what you love. Like, kind of incorporate what you're doing into your work and like making a career out of it perhaps you know what I mean? well that's that's the goal for sure you know if even if i can just get a couple people fired up and and you know that maybe they leave a job that they're not enjoying or uh, they move to a different place or you know whatever there's uh endless possibilities it's all it's all out there and it's all very easy to do and uh like I say, like now that I've been away for a few years and I've experienced that and seen it and lots of other people doing the same thing, it's this whole other world that uh, maybe growing up in small town St. Stephen or St. George, like they just don't really get, uh, they don't really know about all that stuff. The school system kind of pushes everybody straight into college and university and forces you into your career and you know, uh, they don't really tell you that, Hey, maybe you should just go live on a beach for a while and mm-hmm. maybe you should learn to surf and scuba dive and, uh, figure out who you are and, and, uh, you know, what you're interested in and maybe build your life around that instead. you know, yeah, I still really don't know exactly what I want to do, but um, it's fun. Just kind you're of never traveling. Gonna, you're never going to find it in an office. No, that's, that's exactly it. Never going to find it on an office or an oil rig as I found out, you know, like definitely not finding it there so uh yeah no it's, it's fun man it's fun to do something different definitely so what's what's next on the docket for you uh well uh doing lobster season uh, i've been over on graham and ann fishing uh having a great time you know it's a awesome seasonal job for a drifter like myself uh you know it's a quiet life over there you're just pretty much working and uh being out on the ocean this the, the views and stuff are incredible so uh back out west and i got my drifter mobile anybody who's followed the drifter network knows my uh my old tundra with the the truck camper on the back that i uh, renovated this summer and uh, i'm gonna attempt to live in that as much as i can this winter uh it's kind of doesn't really have great heat or insulation but uh yeah we're gonna see how we go and basically just tour around and uh find odd jobs and go to different places you know like my dream with the drifter network is to eventually make it like a micro dirty jobs but a drifter version you know okay move to this town you know get this job you know find out some cool things about the place and maybe on to the next so right. uh that this is going to be the the first <clears throat> real first season of the drifter network if you will you know season one the pilot <laughs> season one <laughs> this is heading the west well i guess it's kind of already been going ever since i really started it in alberta and you know got the website up and you know it was the train journey across the country and Grand Manan's been a good, you know, Lobster Mania has been going strong. Lots of good right. content there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just here we are swimming in the Atlantic Ocean and just keeping the ball rolling, you know. Yeah, it is what you make it. So you're 
a huge proponent on challenging yourself with like uh you're reading the david goggins book yeah yeah uh was it you can't hurt me i think something like that yeah yeah so if you anybody who doesn't know about it it's uh basically he was a 300 something pound black guy who was spraying cockroaches and uh turns his life around and and has an amazing story becomes one of the most fit people in the whole world basically is what he's considered and and he gets it fired up reading that book and and other ones you know i've read a few other books kind of like that you know uh, just rags to riches kind of stories and it kind of makes you realize like hey it's out there like you know why not me you know if, if a 300 pound guy can become this elite warrior and running what does he do like he did just did like a 200 mile race ridiculous and like you know like just savage and we don't have to go that savage but (laughs) you know i just definitely feel like i wasted some of my younger years and partying and uh, having a lot of fun and it was all you know it all brought me to one place or another but uh, i just kind of want to go a different direction and and have some good productive fun and kind of it's it's meaningful and and it's uh it's good. What he kind of preaches is actually scientifically backed up with challenging yourself because anytime we face something that's difficult, we instinctively try to avoid it. And in doing so, we reinforce those pathways in our brain. And people use the, the analogy of like a trail in the snow, like when you're sliding down a hill, there's a, the first trail that goes down, you make the tracks for the three ski right absolutely the next time you go down it it's a lot easier so in order to carve a new path which is actually more beneficial it is you have to you have to take that other path but it's a lot easier to take the path that you keep choosing so if if you're challenged with something and you avoid it and you take the easy way out you're packing down that trail harder every single time yeah so Unless you start carving a new path and really challenging yourself, you're not even going to have that pathway available. So anytime you're faced with a challenge, your brain's instinct is to take the easy way out without even thinking about it. So unless you force yourself to do things that you don't want to do, you're always going to look for that easy way out and you're not going to be able to handle stressors, do that workout on a day where you don't feel good, even as simple as getting up and getting out of bed early in the morning if you absolutely every single time you hit snooze you're you're reinforcing that pathway of just being lazy and you know what i mean not not beneficial to your overall health oh man you you nailed it right on the head with that one and uh you know we've never been weaker as a society than any time in history you know you look at some of our grandparents and stuff and they were just absolute savages you know you even look at the queen of england she was slaving away in the factory in world war ii and you know they've just been through hell and uh, these days we just don't we have it so good and we've just we're really weak you know and and it and it affects you in so many different ways not just physically like like you say uh mentally you have a you know maybe a a death in the family or you know all kinds of stuff that life throws at you and uh sometimes we're just not capable of uh of of dealing with it you know we're just not mentally and, and it's not saying that oh just a cold water swim here is gonna you know change that but just every day just challenging yourselves in different ways even you know, he even talks about making your bed every day and, you know, just little things that every time your brain says no, fight it and say yes. You know, if if you're running on the treadmill and oh, five, 5K, yeah, that's good enough. But like, you know, 
when you've given it everything you've got, David Goggins says you you still have about 60% left in the tank. And for the, for the guys who actually, or guys and girls who can actually tap into that, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of liking it so far. Yeah, definitely. So when you were in Australia, did you buy a motorcycle or just rent one? I did buy one. So, uh, when I got over there, uh, originally I was just living in a hostel for a few weeks, uh, until I found a place and, uh, I originally bought a Honda CRV figured, you know, fit all my stuff in it. And I, di- I didn't really know what I was doing yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, eventually there's just like nowhere to park it and it was kind of just more hassle than it was worth. And, you know, Hey, it's a 12 month motorcycle season over in Australia. So you might as well take advantage. Mm. So after doing a few jobs of like just laboring and, you know, working the end of a shovel and 40 degree heat is like, all right, to hell with this. So I went online and I found a oil rig job for the Canadian company and it's two weeks on two weeks off. So I uh, flew from Sydney to Brisbane up in Queensland and uh, just did two weeks of grinding out there. And uh, one point we were flying to the desert in Southern Australia. So you get on like this 12 passenger plane and you're flying pretty low. They're rough flights too. Like they just bounce it all <laughs> over the place. Eh? But uh, no, so I was fortunate enough that I was able to save up for a pretty decent motorcycle. And, and I drove it eventually once I quit the rigs and was working back in Sydney, drove it to work every day. And uh Man, it was so much fun. Fuck yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you you get to see a lot more country with the with the motorcycle. Right? Absolutely. And like, you know, every day in the traffic, uh they <clears throat> they do what's called lane splitting over there. Actually, the whole world does it except for Canada and US, classic. Uh California <laughs> just changed the laws. So basically, picture all these big lanes of traffic gridlocked. Uh motorcycles are actually go allowed to go between the lanes up to 30 kilometers an hour. Right. So it turns it all into like a video game, you know, you you're reading the traffic, you go, okay, and also motorcycles are allowed to take bus lanes in Australia. So cool. it's like, okay, bus lane, you know, make up some ground. Oh shit, he's stopping picking people up, veer back into the lane and like it can be sketchy for sure, but you know, the the argument is it's actually safer for them to be between the lanes of traffic than you know, you get all the people texting during work right. traffic, stop and start, and you're right in the be- between them, you know? So, yeah, uh, yeah you get the views, uh, and, and it's just way quicker. Like, honestly, if my Google Maps would be like, oh, 40, 45 minutes to work, and I'd get there at like 20-something. And it right. wasn't even that I was speeding, per se. It's just I was beating all the traffic. Google analysis on traffic. <laughs> yeah, right. like, Take that, Google! <laughs> Second Google. <laughs> Don't tell me you 45 me. minutes to work. <laughs> But yeah, it's a hundred percent. My my other roommate, who was from uh, New Brunswick, Chris Tilly, he he did the same thing. He got a motorcycle and uh, did some good trips. And uh, when my time was up in Australia, I took it over to Tasmania and did a couple weeks over there. And the great o- oh, uh, <laughs> still still kind of shivering a bit here. I uh, did the Great Ocean Road and, and just had a real good time until I uh, until I sold the bike and uh, three days before my flight got out of there so I was kind of shitting my pants about that because yeah. that was all my uh my remaining funds was pretty much that bike so kind of was lucky to get rid of it but uh yeah what a what a good experience to be able to have a have a motorcycle and drive it every day over there you know and easy to find parking spots and uh yeah luckily didn't really have any crashes or anything 
I mean, I dumped it once, but I was just being, just being an idiot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I deserved it. It was just like a uh, some nat- na- uh, national park or whatever. And my girlfriend was actually with me. It's kind of embarrassing, and I kind of leaned it over like a dirt bike. And it's a 1050 cc Triumph Tiger <laughs> for any bike people out there. And I just kind of dumped the clutch, hoping to whip it around. And uh, I just, yeah, just kind of went all to shit and dropped it, and it kind of like squished my hand. And, is bleeding and I was super embarrassed just kind of like trying to lift the bike back up <laughs> yeah it was kind of hilarious but a few scratches nothing big nothing with another motorist so that's good nice are you gonna go back oh 100 and you know it's not practical right now because it's a long ways over and I kind of more or less still just got back this is the first winter really I've seen in three years so that's kind of the the purpose to go to the Rockies and enjoy what Canada has to offer because we have so many amazing places here and uh yeah you know in a perfect world if I can figure out some ways to work online from a computer and maybe you know do some social media stuff and it would be nice to be able to be a full-time drifter and go to Australia you know it's it's pretty easy to pick up a three-month uh tourist visa got tons of connections and stuff to places to stay and uh it's an amazing country you know I like it just as much as Canada uh, maybe even more, you know, it's, it's a fantastic place. And, uh, for anybody who's maybe thinking about going there, if you're young and don't really know what you want to do, uh, it's so easy to get a holiday work visa and, and go over there and have a go at it and, uh, talk about the wages and stuff. You know, I, I believe the stat is it's, it's the second wealthiest country per capita. Uh, the quality of life was amazing. Like to give you an idea, I was painting boats and making 30 bucks an hour at this marina, you know, it's just, the best time ever no shirt no shoes it's kind of like more or less the dream job and that's why you know it's such an amazing time i just want more people to experience that you know i, I want people to i want to show them and say hey it's it's not that big of a deal you know there's lots of work over there it's fairly easy to get a visa and uh yeah it's good it's 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 a awesome life experience and and it doesn't even have to be australia it can be anywhere just just at any time leaving your comfort zone uh, it's always going to be a good thing, even what we're doing right now. You know, yeah. <laughs> we're not going too far, but it's uh, we probably won't forget this anytime soon. <laughs> Are there any other places that you'd like to go and do that, like South America? Any other, like, oh man, I mean, yeah, lots of places I'd love to go, but uh, for sure, kind of really keen on the, the Himalayas lately. Like, I, I was telling you, I want to get more into mountaineering and been reading a few books about Everest and got me real fired up on on that whole scene so yeah I mean South America they're I forget what their biggest one of the seven summits is down there and uh even I'm keen to try Alaska up there uh Denali is the biggest mountain in North America 6,000 meters uh lots of lots of lots of places for sure it just comes down to time and money so no definitive like next place uh lined up quite yet just gonna definitely a bucket list though yeah definitely for sure but uh you know like i said there's just so much stuff in canada that i haven't even even when i was living and working alberta i never even went to a hot spring until the last time i was out there Mm. it's like oh man like it's just cooking hot tub right out in the wild and it's like why haven't i been checking this out before those are fucking awesome aren't they oh man fantastic and um oh there's so so much stuff if you look look for it like 
even here in New Brunswick, you know, went to Fundy National Park and hadn't been there since high school. And it's like, man, this is beautiful. It Great is awesome. hikes, so many waterfalls. Yeah, you know, there's so so much good spots right here. So uh, until I recuperate funds and kind of have a better plan about what to do, I'm just kind of enjoy the North American life. It's It ain't so bad here, folks. We, it's so- pretty good spot you'd never run out of things to do that's just it you kind of oh man like even you go down to the states i mean you travel down there for shows all the time mm-hmm. uh endless national parks and you know exploring without having to leave the continent so uh it is yeah lots of options for sure definitely the drifter network yes uh living the dream yes I see you post that every now and then yeah for you, sure you are living the dream uh your instagram is the drifter network yeah just uh at the drifter network um the website is uh the drifter network.com and uh so for and there's also a youtube channel which i've been kind of working on and, and building it's uh yeah that's just uh the drifter network as well nice and uh yeah that's that's what we got going so far and like i said it's just the tip of the iceberg we got big things planned and uh Hopefully it'll get you fired up and maybe you'll learn something. And if nothing else, you can just uh, laugh at me and have some good entertainment. <laughs> Look at that idiot. <laughs> season one of the Drifter Network. <laughs> season one <laughs> this summer. Fucking right. Thanks for doing this, man. Awesome, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on the podcast. Thanks and, for uh, throwing me in the fucking ocean. <laughs> yeah, no worries. And thanks for listening to you guys. And uh, maybe before we go, we could uh, make a little challenge for you guys. Uh, try taking a cold shower this week if you guys haven't done that in a while, you know, just to get a little bit of that shock. And so when you're listening to this episode, you'll go, okay, okay. I, I get what, what they're going through, you know, but you know, a lot worse with the, the wind worse. and the waves and <laughs> <Yeah>. the, <laughs> the, the driftwood. Go jump in the fucking ocean. Yeah. Go try, jump in the ocean, you know, just whatever it is. Uh, use your imagination. Uh, there's lots of ideas out there. You know, it's just thinking outside the box. It doesn't, especially this free stuff, you know. Next time it's pouring rain, throw on the joggers. And, you know, people might think you're a bit crazy, but I promise you, when when you get back into the house, you're just going to have a good laugh and and uh, you're going to feel like, you know, you've accomplished something. And, and if you keep on fighting that no, uh, eventually you're just going to realize that... that everything's yes from now on you you know you're not just going to tell yourself ah no no maybe i'll go to the gym tomorrow or ah no i'll jump ah, maybe i'll jump in the lake someday it's like you know the only day we have is is today that's the only thing that's certain you know you see it all the time people have plans for the future and and uh it it doesn't always work out that way so every day is a gift we we just got to really seize the moment and and make the most out of it you know kind of sounds uh cliche or whatever you call it you know be all you can be you know (laughs) live up to your true potential but it's true it's true so honestly uh you won't regret it do do something every day even if it sucks you know that's another one from david goggins yeah do something that sucks every day and uh yeah you won't regret it so thanks for having me on and thanks for listening guys keep dreaming and keep drifting keep dreaming keep drifting (laughs) (laughs) Live in the dream